Who was your favorite on New York? Oh, fascinating. Welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. I'm Nick Maritato. Thank you guys for listening to our show. This is a show where me and Ashley talk about reality TV. That's right. Uh, we have we, a fantastic guest. We do, we do. Amy, Amy and Bellino. Bellino. So funny. Comedian, producer, all around uh, reality TV expert. Yeah, he actually works at Viacom and has insider knowledge I on know. how the biz works. Yeah. And he's going to talk about that a little bit. We talk about Housewives. We really get into some Are You The One talk. It's going to be great. I, for one, was so happy to talk about Are You The One because the season just ended and I haven't been getting my fix. I know, I know. You guys really broed down over <laughs> Are You The One. I he Okay, so you and I, um, Nick, we like to watch Are You The One together. We do. But you're not trying to talk to me about it, really. <laughs> 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 no, my like, uh, aside from this podcast, my relationship real- with reality is very personal because it's really out of the ordinary that the past couple of really past year that you and I have been sharing this together. Uh, you know, as uh, our listeners know, we've been dating for quite a while. We live in Bushwick, Brooklyn together mm-hmm. in a very cute apartment with a very cute kitty cat. Yeah, our little baby girl. And uh, before I sort of, got Ashley onto the reality train, it was me consuming this like by myself in a room. In a dark room, you know, a bag of chips. Of, like two joints <laughs> burning, you know what I mean? Uh, I got an incense burning. I'm on a wiki page, like learning about who these people really are. Yeah, you're you like, know, I, I, I open the door, a little sliver of light like, catches oh, your oh, face. Oh. Don't look at me. And, and I'm a like, monster. She's like, are, oh, I'm sorry, are, are you masturbating? And I'm like, worse. <laughs> I'm watching Bad Girls Club. <laughs> um, so yeah, you, you know, you like watching Are You The One, but you're not trying to get into like the guy of it. I watched it already. And That's then, like, you know. But I'm just saying, like, Damien was my text buddy this yeah. season. Like, yeah. I could always count on him, um, especially when we got to the reunions. Like, we were just getting into the getting reunions. into it. Um, well, you guys, well, we all get into it uh, quite a bit when he comes on the show a little bit later. So, you and I, this week in reality TV, we yes. caught up on Top Chef. Yes. I honestly don't remember what happened because I fell asleep. Yes. Um, I, I don't know if it's just I was watching it at 1 a.m. and that's the issue or if this season of no, Top we Chef. No, bailed, we bailed halfway through. Here's the th- problem with Top Chef right now. I think the last chance kitchen having to be a necessity to putting together what's actually going on on the main show was cool at first, but now it's convoluted. It feels like homework. They're it doing feels it like again. Homework. We wrapped it up. We brought two people back. One yeah. of them left because she had, pregnant. was pregnant and the altitude. It was an issue for her. Yeah. And now they're putting two other people in last. T- it's just a little much right now. It's unfortunate because I was really enjoying the show. Yeah. Let's get back into it tonight. Okay. That'll be our big goal. Okay. Um, in other reality TV news, I have been um, sort of indulging in a new YouTube thing I haven't actually talked to you about yet. What? 
which is um, a home tours on YouTube. So it's not necessarily reality <laughs> TV, but it is real people and it is real homes. What do you mean? Just somebody taking their cell phone and going through every nook and cranny of their home and exactly. explaining what things are? That's that sounds exactly amazing. what I mean. I'm really into it. It's incredible. Um, you know that I've been a big, um, I'm an extreme journaler. You are. And I like to watch videos. Bullet journaling, they Bullet say. journaling. But I'm I not just bullet journaling. I love to watch people journal. I love all the journaling you videos. You like to watch people write in a journal. I love it's amazing. to it's amazing. watch people journal in on YouTube videos. And it is mostly bullet journals, but sometimes it's unpacking of new journals. Yeah. So um, I've been, you know, I've been doing that for years now, watching these people journal. And now I'm watching people go through their house. That's my new thing, or home tours. And I'm loving it. I am loving it. Are you seeing any um what what what's what's getting you really excited through when you get when you uh watch one of these tours? I love a backstory on an object. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to know where the object came from, why they got it, yeah. um how they think it adds to the house. Yeah. Um I I I'm kind of like doing how I'm finding videos is I'll Google or I'll get into YouTube, the search bar. I'll do like a minimalist home tour or bohemian home tour or Paris apartment home tour. I, I started getting into the international ones and then the international ones, um, I, they lost my interest because the, the appliances are outdated and the space is a little crowded. Oh. So then I went back to the American ones. Ashley and I were doing a nice run of watching a lot of these house hunter shows. Um, is that the franchise that we were watching? It was, yeah. Because we we watched. There's like there's you know international. The, yeah, there's the main run, but then there's international, mm-hmm. small uh, house. Then there's tiny houses, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. right? Um, is then there's one that's like houses by the water. Now that was not a house hunters. I don't think it was, that was off, either. Yeah, yeah, it was an off brand, but yeah. it's still the same thing. And it was a very punny name. It would be like um a, a, a lake a, a break by the lake yeah. would be and or something like that or like a deal. A steel deal or... A deal with some (laughs) seals involved. And we're talking about the animals, people. That would be the title of a show. Very long, but I like that. Yeah, confusing, punny. Now, this is something you're more into. You like the house things a little bit more Mm -hmm. than I do. I I don't really want to watch it. I kind of find it boring because if they're not going to start... like, I want to watch a House Hunters show where uh, halfway through the episode, the couple break up. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I understand they do that a little bit with like New York listings and stuff like that. But Yeah, million dollars. Yeah, listing. million dollar listings like they do have storylines like that, but it's mostly people who are selling the thing. Right, or, I'm not interested in thing. this. No, I, I like it. I like it. Don't get me wrong, I like it. But I would like to see just a twist at one of these house hunter shows where in the middle, like somebody just pulls out a knife. Yeah. Did we talk about the show that we watched um, where they take away all your belongings? We did. We watched the pilot of like the that whatever that show was. It was it was on um, VH1. I want to give it another shot. It was like what was it called? Naked and loving it or something like that. <laughs> I don't know, but basically they put you in your house, took away all your belongings, all your clothes, everything, and you're naked with your couple. And then one day with your couple, they weren't all couples. What, oh, I thought it was. No, nah, one dude was just oh, by yeah. himself in the trailer. Whatever, but you have to uh, every day you get one item back. Yeah, and so it was like it really, what do you really need? Yeah, it prioritizes things in your life these are the things i want to watch i want to get back into that show okay i want to watch um love and hip-hop atlanta yeah because that seems to be where it's at i want to finish top chef 
And um, what's another show we could add to our roster? I think we're going to have to start watching things like Bachelor and Bachelorette. I Uh, think we're going to have to. I know there's a Bachelor season happening right now. Maybe we should just go ahead and get into that. Instead of Bachelor, could we do Big Brother? Are they interchangeable? Yeah, but that's not on right now. And they're not interchangeable. Two different things. I'm planning on getting into the new Big Brother if Johnny Bananas is on on the new season. Which he definitely will be. He was in a U.S. um, or an Us Magazine article like Date with Natalie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I can't wait for that. I'm going to jump. It'll it'll be my uh, my big reunite. Uh, what is it? Be, big reu, reu, reunite. What are you, you having a stroke over there? Reuniting. Re, but my big reu, You're the catalyst to get big, you back into no, it? No, no. How do you, what happened? Like, phrasing reunited. Reignition, uh, reunited. My, my big reu, reunion with. Oh, reunion. my God. There reunion go. was the word you my were looking for? My big reunion with Big Brother. Wow. Well, that was worth it. <laughs> All right, guys, we have a uh, really fun interview with Damien coming up, and uh, I hope you enjoy it as much as we did because we friggin' loved it. We loved it, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Reality Blows Podcast. Actually, it's at Reality Blows Pod, but you can email us at Reality Blows Podcast at gmail.com, and we have a Facebook page, Reality Blows Podcast. And go ahead and find us on iTunes and give us uh, a review, a rate and review. Hey, Five Mom. stars would be great. Mom. Mom, I know you're listening to this podcast. Why don't you go ahead and rate and review it? Give us five stars. Yeah, my mom too. She said she liked it. So you do that too. Yeah. And and now we'll be off. They do that. We're off to the races, baby. Yeah, let's get into this interview. Move all over, Mark Moron. We're the ones that are cool. All right. (laughs) Oh, God. You got to edit that out. I will. We are back. Uh, this is going to be fantastic. We have a super guest for y'all. Very excited. This person I have texted a lot, especially during Are You The One Season 6, which just ended. Please welcome Damian Bellino to the podcast. Yeah, thank you. This, thank you for donating your time to this podcast. Comedian, producer, reality TV lover. Yeah. Authority on. I just authority called him an authority on. on. I love when you got here and you were like clearly worked up. You were like, I have so much to say. I I do. I I don't know how to feel about like when reality TV has become such a part of like, for lack of a better word, like my brand where like right. I've talked about reality TV a lot for mm. my, my professional yeah. life and also like in comedy. And yes. But I have, I get angry and like yeah. have a lot of feelings about yeah, it. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is something that's interesting I wanted to talk about with you is like how, like, okay, first off, how did you get into reality TV? B, do you feel guilty about it? Like C, what are your thoughts on reality TV? Because I love it, but there's a part of me that's like, you should be reading a book. <laughs> yeah, I did hear that podcast where you talked about reading a book, yes. and it was like, "Don't do that." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh God, I have a book in my bag," but like, I'm not doing that right yeah, now. Me too. I'm, I'm always strapped with a book. I always have a book in my bag, yeah. and I'm always not doing yeah. it. Right, it's just um, carrying around five pounds. How did reason. I get into reality TV? It's hard. I watched every Real World season, like when I started in like second grade. So I watched like the LA season with like my older sister, and then watched every season until like Austin. And then I've, all, of course, I've seen season one in hindsight. Um, and I, that's like the, my first, I mean, that's yeah. the so first classic, reality show. Yeah. That's where I got hooked as well. I came home one day and there was a marathon of or of like Boston on or, or something, something in like the four or five mm-hmm. range. The and best I watched, seasons. I watched all of it. And then whatever it was promoting, which I think was Seattle, I was like, oh shit, I guess I'll start watching this. Mm-hmm. And then from then till about probably around the Austin time is when I was like e- dedicated all the time. Then I went out and I had to catch up on seasons. I know I want to do that, but yeah. I feel like... It's actually not worth it. 
Okay. It's really That's not that good. You said that. Because like, you know how they switched everything up and they started putting like, oh, now it's explosion or skeletons. Like yeah. there was a reason why they were doing that because it was really boring. Because hmm. every, because at that time, like things that were cleaning up was like Bad Girls Club where right. it's like, yeah, we do that, but it's also to the max and right. we have all these great personalities and we've learned how to just immediately start conflict yeah. rather than like naturally getting there which is boring you know yeah, well, I have a, oh no, the, go ahead no there's just no. Like, there's jobs now people are like story producers so their job is to make that happen they didn't in those early seasons they didn't know what they were doing so right. you're just watching disjointed scenes which oh. i think that i don't know that i've like watched like season two of the road is like my very favorite with like john the cowboy yeah. and like tammy yeah. roman who's now on basketball wise where it's like I love those people so much, but I feel like if I was go- to go back and watch, I don't know what it would be because I feel like it would just be like people doing things, yeah. but not necessarily like creating arcs. Right. So like storyline, so to speak, which is like the fav- housewife favorite line is like, what's your storyline? What's your storyline? Right. Um, There's no driving plot throughout the series. Right. But yeah. I feel like that's a job now where people are, their job is to like be like, well, what's your storyline? Okay. We're going to make this happen for you. Totally. Yeah. It's um, true. I have Even a question. If you, yeah, go ahead. Why did MTV, what are you guys' thoughts on, why did MTV stop running marathons of reruns, like of Real World, well, The Challenge? Remember, there was a golden era where you could go home and put on the television and so, there would be a marathon happening. Yeah. I don't know. I They do run like, now it's kind of like ridiculousness all day long mm-hmm. and catfish. Mm-hmm. So and, and they do run Teen Mom and stuff like that, but... I don't know. I don't watch TV that way anymore. So I, I don't, I couldn't I even really tell still, you. Still, like when I'm putting something in the crock pot, yeah. <laughs> I can really just watch like 10 hours of something. Yes. Yeah. So I do miss that. And um, my understanding, like full disclosure, I work at Viacom, but I think that my understanding is that they think that's like a reach to like, to like air like old shows in oh. bulk like that. So they wouldn't like, so like maybe for a special occasion, they would be like every real world ever, but they're mm. not going to be like, oh, this was like Va- Vegas was right. such a trashy, great season. Like let's air that just to get the views because they don't okay. want to seem desperate. How wow. wrong they are. I mean, Trishel, I was just, yeah. someone was saying, do you want to go to Vegas the other day? And I said, no. And they were like, why? And I was like, I just think. Vegas, like, Trishel is Vegas. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> kind of cool and not in the worst. Yeah. And- Trishel, I was, I, I, I watched her grow um, on, on that Vegas season and then turn into one of these, you know, reality uh, uh, stars, really. Juggernaut. Just hitting, hitting every little. Pioneer in the genre. Yes, yes, <laughs> of, like, really creating a uh, career out of it. Now, where is she now? Is she still doing, is she on, like, a a marriage boot camp adjacent show I somewhere. Don't, I don't think she's doing anything. I, I will let you know that I did look her up recently. Yeah. Um, I was doing like a surreal life. Where are they now? Oh and, she was on that. Mm-hmm. And I think that like she was last spotted somewhere in like New Orleans, like on her, like doing like she had blonde hair. She looked very different. It right. seems like she's not in the public eye anymore <laughs> because <laughs> all of those reality people, like the people of like the celeb reality and early MTV years, that was all pre-social media. So yeah. now they're sort of like, they can't get the follower. Like they can't catch up ah. to where people are who were on like the Kardashians of course right, and like the right. like love and hip hops and whatever and the yeah. already the ones like those people now have like you know they get a million followers after a season of a show it's and also insane. it seems like they are like they are now casting based on what kind of social media following you have because yeah. it makes sense you know then you promote you're going to be on the show and you got a million people who especially eyes with are, are you the one they're you know, doing yeah, that. They're, they're knocking that out of the park. But do you think that that's, I think that that style of casting is actually, they're retreating from it because I think that they're fearful that people are like not being authentic. So, sure. then, so they actually are like, hey, we actually need to find, like, I think that a lot of reality TV, I think there's like three types of people on it. There's people who are um, hip to it. 
to it and like catch on. They like realize how to play the game. Like, how do I make this a business? Like, a, a, like a Bethany. Like, how do I make this a business? How do I make it a brand? Yeah. How do I be a myself bananas. and be real, but also you know, like leave it at home and like know what to keep off camera? Then there's people who are like mentally ill or alcoholics who are played by production constantly, and the smart people either leave the show because they don't want to exploit that, or they're Bethany and they become mean. Yeah. Or there are people who are sort of like a combination of both, who I think like think that they get it. Like, I think, like, Ramona Singer thinks she gets it. Like, she walks in and she's like, I know how to, like, right. make a scene tonight. But, like, she's so delusional that she doesn't. So, yeah. I think... So, that, is she know. is... All right, so we, we're talking... There's a lot of... Um, <laughs> there's so much to unpack. And I just want to say, before Nick gets into his Real Housewives things, because I can see the look on his face. He wants to so bad. Um, what you're saying about the Instagram thing makes me think of the Are You The One Season 6? Because Michael, we know, is like a mm-hmm. huge Instagram star. Mm-hmm. And then Alexis, not an Instagram star, but breakout star on the series. 100%. Because think, she's a real person. And I think that they were like, she has this backstory. Mm-hmm. And she was said she was transparent with MTV, which I believe, although, I don't know, I just want her to come back for everything. So, I, so bad. So Love bad. her so much. Get her on our television. But I think they were like, she has a story. She yes. is dynamic. She is like, she has five Instagram followers, but she will be yeah. captivating. And she was. She was yeah, incredible. She was awesome. And she still is captivating. I'm still following her. She has a girlfriend. She's like just making waves. She's- I think some of these people come in for their interviews and they're just, it's undeniable. I feel like Malcolm, I like found him on Instagram because at first I was like very into him and he had like 5,000 or like 9,000 followers, huh. which right. I was like, oh, that's not a crazy amount. But then like, then it doubled or something. Yeah. But I was like, these people come in and they're just like human garbage and they're like, oh, well, we just need to put you on the show. Yeah. Right. Well, like Michael was like huge already on Instagram. He was, right. he was like an already Kiana huge followed Instagram. him. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, first of all, he was a dud, right? Yeah. I mean, Total he, he kind of had sex with like pretty much the entire think, house, which did stir up some sort of storyline. I think he showed himself to be awful by the end, though. I agree. I 100%. was like, did he care about him? And then yeah. suddenly I was like, oh, he's actually a villain and got a pretty good edit, I think. Right, I think right. so. But that moment where... Uh, who was it, Tiana or Kiana, who who was following him on and was their oh, first? Per, they the girl, being, the pregnancy scare. Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. And did they end up be, being perfect matches? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So what a good payoff. And, yeah. And honestly, that moment on that show, I was like, it 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 made all of the Instagram models on there make sense. Where they actually wove in what I thought was going to be a storyline about how he she was like his biggest fan, mm-hmm. and I was like, ooh, that's that looks really bad for her. It looks amazing for him, and this can't end well. And it didn't end well, but I feel like there's so much going on at the beginning of Are You the One where like they're trying to figure out what's going to be a storyline and not. So you can't pay everything off. Eventually, it did have the pregnancy scare, mm-hmm. and she was the the perfect match. But I really thought that this like sweatiness of a of a of a of a woman who's like starstruck by her perfect match was going to be a bigger a point well, in the show. Well, production really actually fucked up on that because apparently she, when they were like, well, what's your perfect body type? She showed them a picture of Michael. She's like, this is an Instagram star I follow and he's my oh, wow. perfect body type. Okay. So then when she saw him, she was like, oh, he's here for me. I told production this was my perfect yeah. body type. Well, they probably couldn't air that because that was too much of a hint they gave her. They didn't want to show that. Oh, no, were... that was like during her casting, like her interviews when they're well, interviewing I, I, her. Yeah, I know. I figured That's why that... she was so confident the whole oh, time. That's like, right. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. right. Right. Yeah. And you couldn't actually, they could never air the fact that, yeah, the reason I know this is because I showed right. them a picture of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. That's also, a great morsel. Yeah. And that a little chunk of juice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also love how they took that pregnancy scare and they were like, we're just going to keep this for the reunion. We're not even going to include this in the season. And she offered it up to them on a plate, a platter, a silver platter. I know. That pregnancy scare. Oh, it was a good, what did you guys think? I know you guys have, I've never watched like the fir- early season. Seasons. How did you feel like this season compared to the first three? 
Uh, Ashley, you came in probably like around three. I came in four. I came in season four. four. I came in Tory season. And then the next season five was the dud season that didn't win Mm -hmm. with Taylor. Um, Uh, I, what I think the show has changed because they've gotten, there was a point where it, it wasn't just gorgeous people. They were sort of mixing it up a little bit. And the second season, there was a, there was one extra female in the house because she was a double match. Oh yeah, I gotta watch that season. It's Ooh. so odd. Um, and it really didn't make much sense, but it did kind of add, and I believe this was Devin's season who has moved on to Do bigger you know and better, better things. He's like a, a pseudo star on the challenge now. Okay. But he does one him. of these uh, moves. Uh, you were watching The Real World. Did you watch the one with uh, Naya came in? Hurricane Naya. She, so she, uh, Devin would, um, was a very self-aware reality person. Clear told all his best friends like I'm gonna get on the show I'm gonna be crazy and I'm just gonna get you know so he goes on there and he like plays a character and then halfway through reveals that all he wants to do is break his perfect match's heart he wants to be a villain on this show Hmm. succeeds and then is also kind of funny so he sort of built him a character way higher than everybody else on that season and that's all I can remember out of those seasons is Devin because they've brought him back since then, I think they've leaned in the people like Devin. That's interesting. Uh, so we're troublemakers, sort of, troublemakers, and people who are there clearly to get woven into the MTV reality system. Mm-hmm. When are you the one? At that point, they weren't going on the challenge. They weren't. There wasn't a chance of X on the beach and all this other stuff that they were going to do. So it was just like I want to find my perfect match. Now it seems like like Tori is a big. Tori's Example. huge. Tori deal. Tori clearly went in there. Uh, season four, long blonde hair. Blonde. I, didn't she, watch, I only watched season five oh. and six. Oh. Yeah, Ari the one. No, how did you get into season five and six? Because you're not watching the challenge. You bailed on the challenge I seasons years ago, ago. Years ago. Um, someone in my office t- explained the premise to me, and I thought that sounded interesting. And yeah. then I watched an episode, and I was like, this is, like, how is not everyone not watching the show? Yeah. And I watched that dud season, and I thought it was a dud season, but I was like, I just got to keep watching. Right. Yeah. I wish it was on twice a year. Like, so, I wish yeah. they just did two seasons. Back season back. five was your first season. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Was that the one where they didn't win? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, and that's apparently, uh, Ashley says it's controversial in itself. Yeah. Do you feel it like that they really won this past season? Because people that I was talking to feel like it was rigged because they lost last season. Here's the thing. Season, from what I've heard, all of the seasons appear to be rigged. Season three, (laughs) season four, (laughs) season six. Like, every time they win, people are like, that was clearly rigged. And on season, the season we just watched, they were allowed to do um, that that game, like, statistics. Like, Mm -hmm. with Keith would be like, okay, now everybody sit with your blah, 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 blah. Season five, they were not allowed to do any of that. They were, like, fined, whereas they had done that in the past season. So there's something very odd about season five. Oh, so they're five. not allowed to have strategy talk. They were always allowed to, except for season five. Where they didn't win. So you where think they, they, they wanted to have a season where they didn't win they, because they had yes, won every Yeah. Yes. Every season, they're always like pairing up. For some reason, last season, they didn't. And this previous season, they uh, they did. Uh, they went back to it, and they won again. And there's so. a lot of talk about um, how that they were like they were tricked into losing basically that it was production's decision. Yeah. It's so fascinating. You know, do you remember Tyler, beautiful Tyler? He hooked up with Shannon in the Uh, beginning. Yes. Or maybe he went from Taylor to Shannon. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, 
God, he's gorgeous. Uh, but also like another dud of a person. Like yeah, doesn't seem I, to have a personality. I hated him by the end also. Same. Yeah. By the end, I was like, get out of here. But he tweets. He is like a super Twitter fingers guy. Oh. Like, And he's always being like, they forced us to lose. Um, like, I can't believe that, you know, they're letting season six win when they fucking raw dogged us <gasps> season five. Yeah. He's like crazy on Twitter. So. Um, yeah, somebody listening to this, figure out what's going on and let us know. <laughs> so I know you guys are big fans of the challenge and yeah. I know now they bring people from Are You The One onto the challenge. Do you feel like once people, I think something that's like really great about reality TV, I don't know, I guess I'm going to sort of say something and then contradict myself, but I feel like, like Alexis was so great cause it was her first so season on reality TV, but like, will she be good on the challenge? Because now she knows the process of what it is to be on a reality sure. show. Like at the reunion, I felt like there was a lot of in- like Keith, there was a moment where Jada was like reading Uche and Clinton and being like, you're right. boring. Yeah. I was there for yes. your storyline. And then Keith was like, keep going. And she was like, what? And Keith was like, no Jada, keep going. This yeah. is really good. And I was like, Keith and Jada are both producing themselves yeah. now. And I won and I know that that has to happen then. Like once they like do one season they're like I got this. Like I yeah. figured out how to like do the show. Well, you okay, so do you don't I don't think you know who Ashley Mitchell is, but she started on Real World Explosion. She got sent she went home pretty early and then she came onto the challenge and she's a very very similar Alexis type. Like mm. Big, loud personality, also from West Virginia, also a brunette with tood, you know, um, feisty, dangerous, you know. So when she came onto the challenge, she just Accomplice like... Accomplice to murder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Poor Alexis um, and her She's family great. history. She's great. She'll be all right. Uh, she'll be all right. Um, her cousin won't, and the girl she killed won't. But okay. <laughs> um, well. So Ashley Mitchell comes onto the challenge, and she, she came on on what? Uh, Rivals? Rivals three, I uh, I think so. Yes, and with Corey, was Corey her rival? Yes, that's yeah. what happened. Okay, so she comes on the rivals, and she's just like doing everything she can to get like screen time. Like she like has an orgasm on the soap bar. Like she, it's very bizarre. She's just causing fights, but then she kind of like settles into it and becomes like a very. She goes back to being a very interesting dynamic character. So she kind of had like a a blip, which mm-hmm. I imagine would happen with Alexis. Well, she suffered from having a very short time on her feeder show, which was Real World. She just left one weekend, like episode two or three, and she had gotten into an argument, uh, like a class argument with Corey. Um, It may have had something to do with race, but it wasn't terrible because when she came back, people weren't like, oh, the racist's back. Mm -hmm. Like It was more of like, oh, she was like a snob. Mm. And uh, did had a horrible edit, made her look terrible. So when she was coming on the show, I'm like, oh, she's disgusting. This woman is terrible. And then she kind of fed into that a little bit. Like, I don't give a shit. But once uh, she proved herself competitively, she started to relax a little bit and just start to play the game. And then it turns out, yeah, she's kind of a likable personality. Yeah. Yada, yada, now yada. she's like a fan favorite. She made the turn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with the Are You The One franchise just because everything else is doubling in size and they're all, they're pushing so much towards the challenge now. Um, and it seems like the challenge is getting so much more press than it used to get. Mm -hmm. They've doubled up on the seasons, you know, now they have, you know, and they also have champs for stars and now they're putting those characters from uh, the challenge on a X on the beach. And I, it's rumored like Johnny Bananas is going to be on big brother and 
they're doing a whole oh. bunch of like lots of crossover crossover reality stuff so we'll see what happens there but i'm always excited for a new are you the one season now, i don't mean to just change the subject <laughs> dramatically but you have something to say about bethany uh, right <laughs> and, I, and i noticed before you gave in one breath you gave bethany a compliment and then you uh you, it's it turned backhanded when you called her i think a, a mean person yeah i think she's so <laughs> mean um how okay where um where does new york uh rank in your franchise and in, we are in, talking uh, about the real housewives yeah, by yes, the way of course yeah. it's beth i don't know the b they, is back yeah um it's in my top three i yeah. I, I sort of uh like atlanta is probably my number one sure i think it's the funniest and yeah. i think that they are the best at like they have their own personal like they bring personal demons to the forefront i think a little more than the other shows but i love beverly hills in new york also they're the, like the three best um no new jersey I watch it. Okay. Yeah. I'm not think crazy about it. It's just been like a downhill slope since Carolyn and you know, left. Kudos to you for continuing to watch it. I watch it because it was my first love because <sighs> I am from New Jersey. That's what got me excited about everything else. My favorite of all time is New York, but I, I've stuck with everything that New York, New Jersey has given me. And uh, I can bleak. tell you if I didn't, <laughs> yeah, it really is bleak, but in like, are you caught up on New Jersey? Oh, sure. I know we're taking a little bit of a detour, but <laughs> that um, part one of the reunion, some of the scariest uh, faces I've ever seen in television were on those <laughs> chairs. I mean, those women, they really, I mean, their plastic surgery choices and their costuming is is pretty uncomparable to any of the other, in a bad way. Yeah, no, I, I think that's fair. I mean, it's it was scary. I was a little, it was a little scary um the last one remember i was yelling you don't watch are it i was yelling specifically are you talking about someone in particular kim d oh, or oh kim d is like here. is unbelievable but no i i mean Teresa's is looking really looks bad. unrecognizable it's crazy something happened when she came out of prison like all of her like you know fillers. botox and fillers settled and she didn't have a chance to like catch up on it like mm. she normally would so she's there is no going back now so they sort of turned her face a different way and now she's it's trying to, you know, make make the most of with what it has, but it is. Uh, That's interesting. I wonder the, if she got something done I, in between. I don't. She uh, clearly it time. was when you know because they. I mean, you were watching. They fought. Did you watch that mini season yeah. where she was coming back? I mean, when the cameras are there and she comes out of that van. I mean, it was pretty frightening when you actually got to see. Yeah, her for the she first looked very time. different. Yeah, super true, different. Guess. Because she couldn't, the upkeep, you couldn't, and then you got to see what she really looks like at this point, and it was it was spooky. And then now to put all of that back on, we're it, talking it just about a woman's the face. Same. It's spooky. Is that it, what it was saying? spooky? I'm sorry. It's spooky, and I love this woman. I am. Uh, I was. I was. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm. I try to be an apologist, but this last season was so weird and strange and. I had anyway. high hopes for this season of Jersey because last season I thought got a little bit more on track. I thought that Dolores and Siggy were a good addition and sure. they seemed in the world. Yeah, yeah. They seemed to be actually friends. But then by the end of the season, I was like, well, this was bad again because everybody's drama was centered around Teresa and right. that is not sustainable for an entire se season. Yeah. Like you can't be like, this is the star of the show and all the drama is around the star of the show because it's not entertaining. It's like everything is around, revolves around her. And then when she's done which she often is because she's not really smart enough to have like long intellectual conversations. Um, there's like nothing, there's nothing moves forward. So like then they got rid of Jacqueline and they brought in <sighs> Margaret and then they're, yeah. I mean, Jacqueline's last couple of seasons were pretty rough. Yes. Yeah, she, she was reaching. She, she was reaching, but also like she 
didn't seem well. Like, no. She seemed mentally like she needed a break and everything. And uh, don't doesn't everybody though yes. on these reality shows yes. like every time I I feel like I'm watching women on the edge. Like right. on doesn't matter which franchise it is. Um, on Are You the One, The Challenge, Real Housewives, they all seem like they're just about to crumble. I don't know. Beverly Hills can maintains their sort of tiaras, in my opinion. How they, is they that? seem but they I are. Think, there's a lot of there's people crumbling on that show. But I feel like, you know, I don't think I don't think Vanderpump's crumbling. You know what I mean? But I think She's... that that's because Beverly Hills tends to not go as like dark as mm-hmm. some of the other ones might go. I mean, right. I don't, are you guys are you caught up on that? I am. Like I am. the storyline thus far is that Dorit was late to a meeting. Yes. So <laughs> it's not sort of the same as like Atlanta when they're talking about like domestic abuse yeah. or Teresa's husband going to jail. Do you jail. still think it's would you still currently put that in a top three of current seasons? Beverly Hills? Uh, yeah. No, I think it's not good. Yeah, it's right not now. really good. And I'm um, sort of over. I'm sort of not in my phase of like being super into Erica Jane anymore. Right, right. I think that she that like one her second episode of this season, she said something like these bitches want me to text them. So I guess I got to be do a better job. I'm not used to being friends with women. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh. and then she like made some joke about like, I'm used to being with like gays because they'll be like, Hey bitch. And then you show up. Uh, so right. like, I'm not into like the gay thing. Cause like right. we're not an accessory, but more than that, I'm like, I'm not into any woman who's sort of like, I'm not friends with women. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I feel like it's a little, it's a red flag. It's so there, bizarre. And I think there's some like people who become fan favorites and they get, and Bravo, I assume must reward that with money and, some promises. Sure, whether dancing they, with the stars, she got to do the whole right. thing. Whatever they honor or in their contracts, I don't know, but I feel like she got a lot of like love in the beginning and it's like that's, you know, obviously other people don't get that same right. sort of preferential right. treatment. Well, I if think you're she, a woman, yeah, sorry, no, and no, you're please. over 20 and you're saying you don't get along with other women, that's a deep psychological issue. Yeah. Like you are missing out on fantastic relationships that will force growth, that will force empathy, that will force you to just like fully become who you are. Like I'm not around girl, I'm not around women, you know, in late 20s, early 30s who say they don't get along with other women. That is so foreign to me. And that this woman is like what, 50, 60? No, she's in younger. her 40s. 40s yeah. and she's saying she doesn't get along with women. Yeah. That is, that's very strange. She just said she's not used to having friendships with women, which to that's me so is sort sad. of a, 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 you know, a veiled way of saying the same thing. Yeah, that's yeah. sad. Boo. I still like her. I hate her. I mean, you know, <laughs> I still like her. I hate her. Get uh, her out of here. Yeah. Hey. Okay. So let's let's bring this back. So we're talking New York. We're talking Bethany. And um, what? Who is your favorite on New York? Oh, fascinating. Well, I think that Sonia Morgan is she's, a comedian. She's so good. Um. So, but probably Dorinda. Yes, Dorinda <laughs> is. I think that she Nick loves Dorinda. She's my, she might be my favorite housewife. She of, was of a really moment. good like organic hire, and she just makes sense in the so world. So good, and she I think is smart and can be a real person. But I think when she drinks, obviously she's like this cartoon gold. So it's I think you kind of get the best of both yeah. worlds. Um. Yeah, New York for me. Do you feel like that the show was lacking when Bethany was not on? Yes, in some ways. I thought Heather Thompson f- did a good job of be- okay. of being the Greek chorus, which I sure. think that Bethany was. I think that my main issue with Bethany now is that Bethany, in the first couple seasons, was the poorest. Yeah. She was single. And what she wanted was to be, um, you know, like a successful businesswoman and find love. And she found she got all of this money and got married and left the show. And she came back, obviously, after like some failures, but she's still the now she's the richest for sure. Um and she it used to be like, 
she was the voice of reason and she could tell tell these women, you're being delusional, you're being crazy, you're drunk, you're being a bitch, whatever she was saying. And you could be like, yes, Bethany gets it. She's like the regular person. Yeah. But when you come back and you're the most famous, the richest, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of her fans defend her as being like, she's above it, she's better than the show. Well, she still came back to the show. Yeah. Like, you can defend Lisa Vanderpump and Nini and Bethany and say that they are above it and cooler and more mainstream and whatever. But they're still on these shows. They still need it for their businesses, and they still want the fame. Bethany doesn't need to be on the show for finances, but she obviously wants to be on television. So then to be, like, really mean to, like, delusional women who are probably, like, 10-plus years and just be like, I'm not going to show my life because I'm secretly probably getting, you know, producer credit on this. Right. So I'm not going to show any of my personal life. I'm going to talk about my business or I'm going to like talk about like my vagina bleeding because she I know she was having some sort of like like health issue but, like that's not interesting on television yeah <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it sounds so boring right it was like oh. that was her stuff you right, know right you're right um I do feel like she brings something to the show because you'll oh she'll always she'll she's good for one or two absolute breakdowns where she's screaming in somebody else's face saying being being mean to them and then, and then that person then has to grovel for for her. Uh, Everyone's for her afraid friendship. of her. That's they're the so thing. They're all of afraid her. of her because I think they know that the power that she holds. So yeah. they feel like they need to stay yeah. in good graces with her. Now that being Let's, said, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Ram, Ramona though, she may be evil. She I, might be the worst person I, right, on right. television. So I, I can't say that I like Ramona more than I'm entertained by Ramona more. Sure. Than, right. Okay. I want to know about the secret producer credit. There was rumors, okay, so there was a rumor, like, on a Reddit or something, that Luann's, um, Countess's then-husband, then-fiancé had kissed someone at the Regency and was, that producer, that they had shut down and producer saw him kissing a woman. Did you hear this as well, Nick? Oh, yeah. And that a producer took a picture and sent it to Bethany because they couldn't break the fourth wall and tell this to Luann, so they sent it to Bethany, basically, to say, like, go to Florida show this picture to um, Luann because we need to like, she needs to know that this happened, but we don't know how to like get it to her. We need this story to happen. And in real life, Bethany was like a day late to their trip for whatever reason and then came and told um, Luann, like some, a friend of mine sent this to me. And there were rumors that Bethany, that the day, like it took a day for her to get there because she was negotiating with Bravo to like have some sort of, you know, whatever. She was renegotiating her contract in order to include probably like some sort of, I don't know if it's a producer credit per se, but it's probably like a, you know, you're going to get a good edit. You're going to get this amount of much money. We can, we'll always show skinny girl coffee in Sonya's apartment. That is so annoying. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's every scene that Bethany walks in, there happens to be some sort of skinny girl product in the room she's walking into. It's pretty impressive. It's genius, but also like maddening yeah, to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, yes, but uh, yeah, there are rumors now. What about uh, Vanderpump? Is I, I I'm hearing rumors that she produces um, Bev Hills. I know she's she's obviously pulling strings on Vanderpump Rules. I think that because she has Vanderpump Rules, I assume that she must have some say. I mean, she gets pretty fantastic edits every single season. Yeah, but that may just be a testament to who she is. I think some of it is that she's good at like keeping her hands clean. But I feel like women have tried, like Brandy Glanville and. Lisa Rinna have tried to really like be like she is pulling the strings behind the scenes and every time like Kyle Richards now will not betray that so right. she even though she seemingly knows that no one wants to call no. no one wants to call these women out on their manipulation or their meanness yeah. because they're afraid for their jobs yeah. Ah. yeah yeah I still like Vanderpump though 
she's she's a boss and um i mean uh what about vanderpump rules oh it's best show on television is I think. it well, and isn't this the best season so far so good it's incredible <laughs> I, I, I can't believe that the these best fools, show on television the best show <laughs> these fools so, uh, allow this show to destroy real relationships quote unquote every single season and this season but i believe it and also i have you have to believe also it. the key to i think a really good reality show is having people that are real have real relationships and yeah. i know that they try to do that on housewives but like Bethany's not friends with those women, which no. is why it's frustrating to me because like she's mm, being yeah. mean to people she's not really friends with. Oh. And same, I feel like Beverly Hills, it's like, I don't know, it's Lisa Vanderpump, like aren't Lisa Renner aren't friends. I mean, no. they might be acquaintances, yeah. but like they're being forced to hang out. And, and they do not see each other uh, off seasons. It just doesn't right. happen. Right. Uh, and and you can really feel that in the later seasons of these shows. But Vanderpump rules, those guys are best friends yeah. and those girls are close friends. And those like dating relationships are real. So when people are cheating, people are really torn about yeah. how they feel. Uh-huh. Like that's real emotion. That yeah. sounds like great television. It's it so is. good. The best show on television. Yeah. It really is great. And um, it's only gotten better uh, since they've included Lala and James I mean those two are gold mm-hmm. I love James so much I'm a he's probably my favorite person on the show right now he's so um, peculiar but I I and I also feel like there's something coming with him he was shown kissing a man that guy yeah at the in the super trailer so like I don't know I don't know what that means but yeah. I'm excited it means an arc yeah. it means a character arc yeah. he's and he's so line. interesting where he's such a, he's lashes he's such a child he lashes out and as soon as he realizes he's done wrong he cries and grovels and um, he every season opens with James begging for his like one more chance, and and uh, Lisa's like, okay, I'll give you Tuesdays, <laughs> and then it's like, yes, I'm back on the show. People groveling for their jobs back at Pump and Sir is so funny, so good. Um, I have a couple of go questions. ahead, Ash. Okay, so is there anything that like you 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 kind of work on the the other side, right? So you're like you're in TV production, you're working online for the online campaigns. Is there any? Do you feel like you know more, like is there some a, a, an inside take that you have that you don't feel like a regular viewer would have i think that i i I know every show is produced differently like um you know like housewives are produced differently than are you the one obviously but i think like housewives are produced differently than basketball wise which is produced differently than a love and hip-hop which is produced differently than like survivor like you know obviously competition shows are different but i feel like shows that follow a lifestyle sometimes they might like have a better understanding of what they're walking into. And I think sometimes production is sneakier about what they, you know, don't tell people to get better reactions. Um, So I, that's, I don't know any real innards of how anything is produced. I just like to think about what do people know walking into a room? Yes. There was an episode of Beverly Hills where, um, and I know you don't watch this Ashley, but Dorit, who is this woman who has a fake accent, got very drunk and she, (laughs) called Camille Grammer sort of out of the blue a cunt and Camille was all the way at the other under the ta- other end of the table and has been a very like minimal presence on the show this yeah. season. And now Camille like has a storyline and she became like a friend of um yeah. And I was like was that an accident? Like was right. it the Dorit get drunk and they were like okay maybe now's our time to like start to bring Camille back towards the forefront. Right. Mm. I don't know. I don't I also don't know if she already was like just you know, she had been around before. Yeah, she, Camille's always lurking yeah, she's somewhere. Like a, she'll show up at parties and she things. She'll show up at parties. I always, whenever they do, uh, whenever, Camille was a main cast member for what? The yeah. first three seasons? Two, two seasons? Yeah, I've, I've heard all about yeah, Camille, her. Yeah, Camille Grammer. She, she goes Kelsey's to Grammer's talk to ex. her. Yeah. She goes to find her husband at the hotel and she says she's Mrs. Mm. Grammer and they're, she's Miss Grammer and they say, no, you're not or whatever. It, it, yeah, so so that's, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's, I think Ray was talking about yeah, it, Yeah, right? so, yeah I, so I know all of her backstory from other people she, telling so me about anyway, it. 
but she's past couple of seasons she's come back and she sort of lurks at parties and i always find it interesting to have been once been there at the top of this franchise and then to come in as a friend and you know they don't know what they're gonna you know that she, she every time she walks in the door she could start a storyline and maybe they'll have her back on the show and so i think at this point finally camille thinks that she may be back but she doesn't have a, a main. She doesn't. Ha, she's not she's holding, not holding a, a, diamond. a diamond. But I was trying so to that just. Means she didn't do it. To answer your question, Ashley, like my brain was like, oh, is this like was this already in the works? Like was she yeah. already because she was already had been in things, and I was and she already had been given a couple confessional interviews. But of course, they could have been filmed after all of this. So my brain was like, well, did Dorit set Camille's contract in place, or was Camille already in negotiations to come back as a friend, and then and that was why she was like in the mix? Like interesting. Like was that real life or was that production? So yeah. as a viewer, you're looking at like the production side of things as well. Like how much of a role are they playing yeah. in like the in, story? Like when Are You the One, I yeah. think about how there was that episode where um, Malcolm was outside doing something terrible because he was terrible and Norris <laughs> was inside licking, cho- having yes, someone like chocolate uh-huh. sauce off her breast. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and sure. Malcolm walked in and I yeah. was like, somebody ran outside and made sure he got uh, inside just in time to instigate all of that. Yeah. And that is like that's interesting because I, I never I, I, th- I think that happens. no you're 100 percent right but I, I never thought about like production playing a role in are you the one because you have all these drunk horny young people in a house and I just thought that things would happen on their own but clearly they're being like prodded sometimes. sure do you, does that add to your enjoyment oh, of watching that, the show that's my favorite part yeah. I think because for me it's like I think that's the new wave is like not like we all know you're making a show so to acknowledge that you're making a show at least now you're not dumbing it down for us because, and that's why I love Atlanta Housewives because they'll be like, you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be, I built this. And it's like, they don't say show, but they're referencing the show. And I appreciate that there's a level of like, you were trying to get me out of here. You don't want me to have a job. And it was like, I made this. And it's like, I like that there's an acknowledgement that, okay, we all know that you're not all friends and that there is attention because you're coworkers and you're frustrated. It is rare on the Housewives franchises to hear... Uh, them refer to the show it's rare on the on the reunions they will but it is rare on the show so when you get a little peek of that mm-hmm. uh in that it just it goes such a long way it's so satisfying you now, know what? it's yeah. so interesting i feel like we have the the theme of this um episode is like talking about the role production is played because we have we started with the real world where we don't have these story editors you know putting together a, a long narrative for each character then we have um production manipulating all of these scenes and it not being talked about and now we have like a whole new era where it is being talked about and like right. we have like with the challenge now where they're talking about openly talking about alliances. They're openly talking about, well, I'm not going to say this in an elimination because last, you know, last season X, Y, Z happened there. That, that wall has been broken. The most exciting moment, uh, the last exciting moment, the real world ever gave me the last thrill was the, the pat, the, the last two seasons, they finally opened it up. And I, I, me and Ashley were watching what, uh, you know, the first time this happened. And I think it was the season that Tony was on or something. Skeletons. But they cheered to season 29 on the first episode. And I was Mm. like, wow, that has never happened. And then they finally started to pull like the cameras back a little bit and show them, pick up the production phone and go, Hey, we want to go to this bar. We're going out tonight. And you can hear a producer speaking thrilled me to no end. Yeah. It's something is exciting about it. Cause you feel like you're in it with them and you don't feel like they're trying to pull the, 
whatever they they're not just treating you like a dumb viewer yeah. right yeah, yeah you're not an idiot they're respecting us a little bit they're more. respecting us more i also just love like when you see people look at the camera it happens like I, you have to look for it it's usually people in the background but there'll be some moments there was a scene it was when i decided i hated michael and argue the one he and audrey had gotten a huge fight and then they were drunk so they like went to the bathroom to have sex and he has a condom in his mouth um, and he closes the door and he like makes eye contact with the camera yes. and it's like an evil and I was like Ooh. you're a garbage person and I was yes. like Malcolm got such a bad edit and who else another guy um, yeah Jim, uh, the guy who got mad Kareem um, yeah. he was uh-huh. awful but they both got such terrible edits and I was like why isn't Michael getting a terrible edit he's yeah. the worst he's yeah. the worst he's the worst Kareem and had rage issues yeah. Kareem I mean Kareem is, has yeah. an anger problem yeah. and poor Dimitri got no camera time Dimitri. at all I know you love Dimitri I was just so charmed by him and Nicole's romance <laughs> in the in the bumpers of the reunion yeah. yeah how dare they not show us that uh, nicole hated her match that was my I favorite know. part of tyler that. Oh, apparently he had bo that came out later on the reddit boards and he had really bad body <laughs> yeah, odor yeah. um i felt so bad for that guy the nerd that whole nerd crew edit that they ooh, got that was rough. that was rough e-money joe oh e-money, e-money made me feel sad he was cringy he, he was, was strange cringy. when he that moment when he looked at whoever he, he was going on a date with that night you know she was one of the blondes in the house and zoe he was, i think zoe and he's like man i just can't believe a, a six like me could ever go out with a nine and a half like you and it was just like give it up bro yeah I he's mean, like maybe it's... i'm here to teach you that like it's not what it's on the outside it's what's on the inside like, where was all the footage of people calling you ugly like you're you have such bad he self-esteem such how did you get on this show you wrapped your way on this show he wrapped his way it was also weird because it felt like he was the only person in that show like nobody else w- and, and was he trying to be a, like a greek chorus for us because like yeah. i wasn't right. on his side i wasn't like oh god thank god e-money's here for me yeah. to be like relatable <laughs> yeah I, I was like oh he's awful please get him up. oh he also he was like 29 and everyone else was 23 yes. i know very weird. noticeably so yes noticeably old um something that nick and i yeah. or nick and i have talked about is like how much fun it would be if there was an are you the one um bisexual um cast like when are they gonna do that if it was like seven men and seven women and they were all bisexual yes and like, yeah. you didn't know who the perfect matches were and like ugh, it would be so i feel like that would just knock it up a whole level oh, yeah i'm sort of obsessed with it yeah That's a really yeah. good idea wouldn't yeah. that be fun sell that idea. They ha- i mean they have to figure out a way because the rules of this show is it um it, it doesn't it doesn't allow for gay uh people to be on the show mm-hmm. that is such a i mean just from a marketing standpoint like they must be trying banging their heads against the wall trying to figure out a way to put a rule in this show so we can get some of those folk on this show because you're losing so much of your reality audience and also just not, fun characters that you could become on they're there. not there's exploring so many people are you the one is such a good show I, and, and for it for it to continue to be good they need to figure out a way to do this yeah and i guess I'd love and, a and the only show. thing that we've ever figured out <laughs> is everybody needs to sort of just be open to whatever yeah it has to be an open to whatever season um but then you're unfortunately you're losing like a a lot of like like awful men mm-hmm. like the testosterone <laughs> like no like toxic masculinity yeah. I hate to say yeah. this you're not gonna get a you're not gonna get a Geo or you're not gonna get I mean a, thank god you're not gonna get a Kareem no, thank god but Kareem flipped the table it was exciting to me no get him out of there I'm I done like, with Kareem I like a guy I need, who's like I don't need Keith burning stuffed animals Kareem flipping I didn't tables like I didn't get like them all Keith. out get out of all I kind of loved Keith and Alexis I love Keith too <laughs> I, lo- I, I love can't Alexis. wait for them to get back together I love Alexis I, I love Keith and Alexis and he just liked one of her tweets yesterday 
yesterday, so I think they're gonna get back together. But I'm not into was not into Keith. I was not into the incestuous way, and I guess this is because of the challenge, which like I feel like I need to watch, but like I just sometimes think like I can't watch anymore. Yeah. Right. Um. But Keith and like all of these people dating other people from past seasons. Like, right. how does Shannon? Is that her name? Yeah. How does she have a career in reality TV? It's crazy. I'm not into it. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like nothing personal against about- Shannon. She should just like she seems like she should be like. A regular person right. Shannon who is um, now dating Alexis's perfect match Anthony are you talking about Shannon yes and, and she was yeah. previously she was season five dating Tyler she was previously dating Tyler and she lives with Carolina who um, is dating Keith and they both work at Hooters but Carolina's, and they're in LA Carolina's perfect match was Gianna's perfect match right yes. what was his name huh? remember they were on the reunion randomly because yeah. they were like we're not perfect yeah. Hayden. Hayden. Hayden Hayden and Hayden. Uh, Carolina yes. I think were maybe a perfect match no Hayden and Carolina were a perfect match and then Hayden but he immediately coupled up with Gianna mm-hmm. and they're still together and they're so cute and I love them yeah but I was not into them being at the reunion yeah that was weird that was weird it was they only didn't to be like there. they were like acknowledging rumors that they were yeah. married and yeah. I was like yeah. I was not concerned you know who else I did not like being at the reunion was that awful girl who I do not like who was on second chances and I never saw her are you the one um she was just horrible on second chances and she was the one that had tweeted about Alexis's family member oh right and she like came there to like apologize for her yeah tweets. and she was like I guess I should apologize but it's yeah. like common that, knowledge that felt like a reach that felt like a web exclusive yeah, yeah. <laughs> to my department <laughs> <laughs> why why are they trying to go so deep with Are You The One? And clearly everybody is uh, it's so incestuous there because they have that second chances show. So it's like you could get on with somebody cross-seasoned. Well, now X's is... So the next challenge season, um, season 32, is rumored to be X's 3. Wow. So I think a lot of people are kind of wow. like fighting with each That's other. exclusive. Yeah. So, so do you think that some those, some of those people will be there because... I and do. That they're planting the seed. That was a backdoor pilot for you, yeah. if you will. Yeah. I think I so. Think so. So, you know, uh, Damien, this has been absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, I I, I am uh, so happy to have you come here and be able to bless bless us with your knowledge. I feel so excited. Yeah. (laughs) No, this is great. And Uh, we want, we need to have you back again. If you'd come back and talk about some other stuff, maybe as as new seasons come on, we can have you back and we can talk about some new stuff. Is there any last thing you'd like to say about reality TV in general? I just think that it gets a bad rap as a genre because, and I think that because of the idea, that's why I think that it elevates it sometimes if you think about the behind the scenes and like the psychology of it and, you know, how much control do they have and how much don't they and you don't know and that makes it kind of even more exciting I think sometimes. It really adds another dimension. That's totally true and I feel like I can um, remember that when I'm hating on myself (laughs) and feeling And when you you were like, "Mm, maybe I should read a book and you shouldn't (laughs) and this is why. Once again, You've proven Nick right. I shouldn't have There's never learned to read. There's always something to catch up on. Yes. <laughs> also, I went back recently. I'll stop talking after this, but I went back recently and watched the first, the second season of Top Model all over again for no reason. Yeah. And I was like, this is so fucking good. Yeah. It holds up. Yeah. And I was like, I'm glad I did that and didn't yeah. read the six books on my nightstand. <laughs> uh, well, Damien, you were great. Thanks, so guys. Thank you so much for coming. And, um... Get into the challenge this yeah. season, and, and let's uh, let's talk about it. Uh, and uh, did we plug your show yet, or should we do that now? Oh yes, you have a show every first <laughs> Tuesday of the month at the UCB East Village Theater. It's called So Into It. I've done it. It's so fun, and um, everybody should go to it and get tickets. Yeah, online. when's the when's the next one? It's February sixth at seven thirty, and um, yeah, it's like a pop culture 
show. So yeah, it was great. Awesome. So if you well, like this show, you probably like that. Yeah. I went to the Christmas edition and they did a um, manger scene with um, Whitney Houston. Who, who it was are, our own personal nati- like a yes, live nativity. A live nativity. <laughs> <laughs> what I want there. And you know, Whitney Houston was in it. Yeah, it was so fun. Uh, um, and uh, do me a favor and listen to our recaps. We have another recap of the challenge vendettas coming up on Wednesday. Show we is on Tuesday nights. Yeah. The recap will be on Wednesday. And follow Damien on Instagram because he does post pictures of him and I love New York. Yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. <laughs> She's my friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye.